Hey guys, welcome back to Tom Girl Tuesday. I'm your host, JJ Jurgens, where we talk all things sports, entertainment, fashion, and adventure. And tonight, I have a singer, songwriter, trailblazing woman and pioneer, and now an actor, Melina Moy. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz I'm just going to let this play for a little bit. Get everybody in the mood. <laughs> it's so good. Hey, you guys. Welcome to Tom Girl. I'm so excited for this guest tonight. I mean, just so fantastic and just such a great spirit and just everything that you do. Such, so inspiring. So very, welcome, Melina. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank, thank you. Thank you for coming. Well, you're most known for your guitar playing mm-hmm. and you're as being a recording artist, yeah. but you're yeah. taking a little dive into yeah. something new here for a little bit. So we're going to first start talking about that. Okay. So you have your first feature film debut. Can out. you believe it? That's amazing. I am so excited. It's a film called The Samuel Project. Um, the film actually is a one to me. It's a great family film. Uh, it stars Hal Linden, and a lot of people may not know, but Hal Linden came from the Barney Miller um, fame. Myself, I didn't know. I actually went to look. You know, when, I knew we had. The, I had the parts like, let me get you know, make sure I'm so on all the people that I'm working with. But um, he's an incredible mm-hmm. actor and legendary and iconic and phenomenal. But back to the movie. So it stars <laughs> Hal Linden and um, uh, his uh, and Ryan Ochoa. And um, Ryan Ochoa is from the Disney fame. The mm-hmm. film actually is about a, a kid, Ryan, who discovers a secret about his grandfather when he makes his grandfather the subject of his art project. And what we hope that the movie actually projects is for people to understand where they come from and to know that everybody has a story. So, you know, to always ask your parents, your grandparents about their life because everybody comes from somewhere. Mm-hmm. And as uh, Mr. Hal always says, in order <laughs> to know where you're going, you got to know where you come from. So, um, yeah, and it, the film is incredible. It was wonderful working with Mark Fusco and uh, Ken Davidian and Liza LaPera and Michael Silver and just incredible people. And I learned a lot. And mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good good way, I think, to definitely um, get my feet wet and definitely start in this new path as well um, of adding acting. Yeah, another slash. That's great. <laughs> what were some of the things that you learned? Oh my God, the, the, the thing is, it's um, it's 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 so different because here's the thing: in the music business, when we are performing, we generally get a ninety minute set, right? So you guys come out to the concert, we do a show. There isn't a do over. That is the show. Like that's it. In acting, when you are expected to just keep the same emotions maybe 20, 30, 40 times, um, different angles, scene, you know, in the, the mm-hmm. same scene, different angles, till they get it right, so the director sees what he's looking for. So that was the, for me, it, it's uh, as a person that's in the, you know, coming from the music side where we're like, you do months of rehearsal to prepare a show for this 90 minute set, mm-hmm. and then here it's like, 20 times doing the same thing over and over. Yeah. So it, for me, it's also patience. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think what both things definitely is 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 being present, you know, being mm-hmm. present in the moment. Because at the the same thing with music, you're there in that moment performing. And I think that a great actress is definitely someone who is present and mm-hmm. in the now. And for me, um, authentic and being real. Yeah. How were you able to keep those takes fresh? You know, time That's after time. Great, you know, honestly, um, once again, I think that when you think of real life, how we can say the same thing over and over. The truth is, we can pretend to do the same thing over and over, but what happens is there really is something that takes place each time that could be a little different. And I think mm-hmm. the most important thing is to 
listen and accept. And to do that, and I think that for me, that's how I kept it fresh. I would just go off the reaction of what you're also bringing. Um, but I think that's what they call professionals, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Right, but, but, but no, I mean, that, that's, I think that that's what makes it great. And sometimes it's like do the work, throw it away, mm-hmm. and then come and be present. So that's, that's the one thing I would definitely say. Definitely know your work, be present, 100%. Mm-hmm. What about like trusting yourself? Because this was your first. Oh, were yeah. there some nerves since this was oh, your my first God. acting? Like I said, because <laughs> at first I was like, wow, Mr. Hal Linden, like we're talking eight Emmys. Uh, I can't tell you how many Tony nominations. Mm-hmm. And for me, I go, okay, it's like entertainment. Strip away all the accolades. Let's just talk about the people in the work. So then it's like you're finally in this moment and – I just remember going, okay, this is it. So, I, you know, I felt that I prepared. Like, you know, how you would always just prepare for a show. I, mm-hmm. I, I prepared. And then it's like letting it go. And then once that moment starts, of course, the nerves go out. Just like when you get on stage and you're like, oh, God, yeah. I, what am I doing <laughs> with my life? And then suddenly it's like, ladies and gentlemen, Melina Moore. And you're like, okay, this is why I do it. Yeah. So it's the same thing. And, and I think that oh, it was just so much fun because, you know, I think that um, – yeah, I just love being creative, and I just feel like the instrument of your body is such a, a wonderful tool. Mm-hmm. I really do, and I think that it it shares and can tell so many stories. Um, and for me, I mean, like your heart, your mind, you write songs. These are things that, for me, I go right back to that same word again, truth, authentic. Whether it's my truth or someone else's truth, this is something that is coming out of me, and I find something that I connect to. So the same thing with with acting, Mm -hmm. something in this scene, something that I can connect to, something that makes it real, something that makes it um, the truth, something that I would believe. Did it help being a songwriter and, you know, writing lyrics for that are your truth when you're reading the script and getting to understand? I totally think so. To me, honestly, I think so, because I I think that, again, when you're when you think about songs, song, I mean, especially when it's the ones that just really hit you, Mm -hmm. those come from a place of probably like some kind of pain or something that just took place where no matter what, you will never forget it. Which is, again, a whole other subject, but like this album, My Bads I Want to Be album, that is why I wrote that record. So um, I think just falling into chain of the next step for me is is definitely is acting because it's it's you're already, to me, honing that out when you're writing songs because when you have to deliver the song, you're finding something that connects you to actually give a certain delivery. Mm-hmm. So I would assume that would be the same thing like the words on the page and for me to go, okay, how would I connect this? And then you get the backstory, you digest it, and then you're saying, hey, you know what? I totally get where this character is coming from. I could play this part, and I could bring this and this to this because this this is something that I feel I totally get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of my thing. Tell me about. <laughs> tell me more about your character. Well, you know what? The honest truth is, um, I love the character. She was a, a, a free spirit, free spirited advertising agent, and I wanted to. Um, and then the, when the director said to me, "Yeah, you know, she's gonna have cool clothes," I was like, "I'm in, I'm in right <laughs> there." You always right. have cool clothes. <laughs> I was like, "I'm in the clothes, I'm in." No, so I mean, for me, it's about um, yeah, just wanting to showcase different sides of myself as well. Um, but yeah, the the the, the character, a free spirited advertising agent. And her, she is actually Samuel's uh, favorite customer. So whenever he sees her, because he's basically, you know, um, depressed and he is just isolated and he never really talks to anybody. So when he, when she actually comes and enters into his life, he's like, "Wow, this is like my fresher breath. My how do you say a breath of fresh yeah. air? Mm-hmm. She's she's bringing a certain light." And I wanted to definitely project that, even with. 
um, just the smile, the way you're saying hello, everything, every piece of, you know, we all had that one person where we see them, when we see them in our life and we're like, man, they're just good people. Yeah. Like when they show up, you're just like, man, I like them. Like yep. just no matter what, it's it's if it's a bad day and we see them, you're like, man, thank you. <laughs> thank, <laughs> yep. thank you. So I wanted to, to definitely bring that. And I think that um, as crazy as it sounds, I don't think it's more so of the words that you use. I think so more of the energy that mm-hmm. you bring. Mm-hmm. Well, we have for a me. little yeah. yeah. For sure. <laughs> we have a little clip for everybody to see that we'll play here. Oh, cool. And here's your change. Oh, let me help you. There you go. Have a good evening. Oh. Customer relations. Grandpa, I was wondering, when can we talk about the project? I'll take this one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Samuel, did you get the case of split pea soup? Oh, my favorite, but uh, too generous. No, swag from one of our clients. You want any other flavors? Let me know. <laughs> the usual. Who's this? Oh, this is my grandson, Eli. He's helping out around here. Oh, hey, Eli. Hi. Well, you see this guy right here? He's the real OG. The best cleaner in town. You should listen to him. Ciao, signori. Ciao, signorina. Wow, who is that? <laughs> Miss LaRue, a customer. <laughs> Did you hear what she said? I'm the real OG. <laughs> what the hell is the OG? Don't worry about it. She sent you soup? She works at an advertising agency downtown. <laughs> uh, listen, it's getting late. Uh, we'll, we'll sort that tomorrow. We'll sort that tomorrow. Looks like you're the boy's breath of fresh air, too. <laughs> he seems pretty smitten. I love it. <laughs> <You're> so great. <laughs> so, no, I don't want to give away, like, the ending. But, yeah, if you, I, the, the, the movie's actually out now in select theaters. And you should definitely go see it. And I was going to say, um, no, without giving away the ending, um, I do something that's important for him. So this is what makes it super cool, too. Okay, great. Select theaters in certain um, cities or will be out at Nationwide? And so then- it's Nationwide in certain cities. Uh, to find out which theater and location, go, the, go to the SamuelProjectMovie.com. Wonderful. Check it out, guys. Yes. All right, well, another very special thing is that you actually wrote a song for this film called Enough. Yes. So let's play a little piece of that. It's a beautiful song. Thank you.
mean, talk about a powerful song. Thank you. Talk about the the inspiration for this and where this came from. You know, it's so funny. This is like like it tears me up. This I know. I know. It's one of my favorite <laughs> records. Uh, it is crazy. It's one of my favorite records. Um, yeah, I really wanted to write this song from the perspective of of Eli. Um, and, and with the record, like I said, again, whether it's my truth or someone else's truth, for me, it's always about finding something that connects and really hones in to me to uh, feel it in the hopes that everyone else can feel it. Um, I think that, you know, we've all been through things in our life where we want to attain and do certain things. And, see, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and it's very difficult. Um, yeah, it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. And, and, and no matter what, people are always trying to stop you. And if you listen to the words, what I'm saying is that the scars of, of, of America, meaning what's happening with, with us as in, in America, um, the changes and things that need to take place in order for us to truly excel and truly be the people we want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, with Eli, he wanted to do he, he wants to, to be an artist. And in the movie, what happens is his grandfather actually escaped um, the Holocaust. So um, once again, it's about wanting to find this one thing that you like and, and no matter what, not letting go, not letting anybody mm-hmm. change your mind about what it is you feel is is meant for you. And that's why I think I'm also saying bad as I want to be saying, you know, um, you it, all the power is is within you. And sometimes mm-hmm. that's so hard to hold on to mm-hmm. when there's so much bad happening and so many people telling you that you can't. Mm-hmm. And also with that, you're the lyric on the, the, the enough. I think everybody always feels like there's a time when you feel like you're not enough. Because everyone always says to you that you're not enough. Mm-hmm. And and so one of the things I wanted to say is that I'm enough, you're enough, he's enough, she's enough, we're all enough. Everyone has everything that they need in order to do whatever it is in your life that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And you have to, to believe that and, mm-hmm. and hold on to that no matter what at all costs. Mm-hmm. Now. Just beautiful. So powerful. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you for sharing that with all of us. Um, so let's wrap up on the film. Um, mm-hmm. d- d- just this, <laughs> the acting bug going for you. We're going to see a lot more Oh, my more God. Are this. you kidding me? I, oh, I, 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 yeah, you know what I mean? It's kind of like a faucet where, once again, once something's turned on, you're like, this was this was so cool. This is also a part of, of who I am. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I am 100% so psyched about all this. And, um, yes, 100%. Yes, you will yeah. see more Melina Moy on the screen. I am, this has always been a part of my vision and my dream for myself, and I'm just so excited that it has come at this time. Mm-hmm. If you had any fear stepping into the acting world, I mean, did you, or how did you g- get through those? Or were you just ready for it? I was ready, and I'm going <laughs> to tell you why. Especially, yeah, because you know why? Once again, I just feel like, um, for me, I'm one of those, I'm that person that's like, I I'm going to go for this no matter what, at all costs, at all. Just go for it. You just got to just put yourself out there. And when this opportunity came, I was like, this is a part of my plan. Absolutely. And what's so great, I mean, look at Hollywood right now. This is an incredible time for us as women, an incredible time uh, for diversity. So, yes, this this is Absolutely. I'm ready to be hired. <laughs> what is your dream role or what are those roles you want oh, to go, you're gonna go after? Oh, that's a great question. Put so, it out there. Yeah, right? I would love, you know, I would, and the thing for me is because um, people always say, well, you know, Melina, man, I would love to have seen you in The Star is Born. I think they have <sighs> caught the right person. Lady Gaga is incredible. I love that movie. What, it was so good. I, right. And, and Br- Bradley Cooper. I was, yeah. I, was, I was like, oh, my God. Me too. You, ah. I love it. So for me, I... Honestly, I wanted to do 
two things. One, I would love to star as Diana Ross. Or two, I always wanted to do one with Rosetta Tharp. Rosetta Tharp is actually an African-American woman, and she actually is considered the woman who actually started rock and roll. Mm. The kicker is they actually tried to erase this woman and completely ignore her. Finally, she got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I want to say, last year. And I had a chance to go and actually honor her, uh, the request from her family. And... Um, unbelievable story. She was bisexual. She ended up losing her leg and um, she died alone. And this woman is the very reason why we have rock music. Life magazine ended up doing, um, asked for a feature on her and for some reason they decided not to print it. But there was a picture in her book where Chuck Berry and some of the older um, artists way before any of us are ever here were actually witnessing this woman. And then it made me realize when I started to think, I thought, wow, you know, you think about Prince, you think about, let's say, Kiss, everybody, and you start to go, okay, I could totally see a woman starting rock and roll mm-hmm. because when you think about the liner, mm-hmm. the hair, mm-hmm. And I was like, the tight leather pants. That's a woman. We <laughs> yeah, do that, right? Yeah, that's yeah. us. And that's when I said, so for me, something yeah. like that, yeah, definitely. Or um, something that I would, as crazy as it sounds, I love a spooky movie, too. <laughs> I, I would love to do, like, any Halloween. <laughs> That's bad, I right? love those, too. I yeah, love but I just went to Halloween last Friday. <laughs> I watched it. I've, I've watched, I like, those. every one of them. I, like, yeah. I love them all. Yeah, But um, I see, I you got to do, you need to pair up. Pitch it. You need. Yeah, yeah I want to do rock and roll with, movies. Yeah, is, I would that love has that. Name written all over it. Thank you. Yeah, it's and gonna happen. I can thank tell. you. And, and definitely some 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 cool serious ones. I, I love Timothy Chalamet. Honestly, um, just from looking at that trailer, I would have loved to. Pl- as crazy as it sounds, that part if they would have made it more of a girl. Because again, I yeah, I, I love, I loved when you can just explore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Right. And be different. She's yeah. like Melina. That's enough. It's, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah. I know that in a few years I'm gonna see this movie with you starring about the female who started to rock and roll. And I'm gonna be like, oh, she talked about it on the show. Leo, where are you? Leo, yeah. I want you I, in I this one too. I just want to go to the premiere and say the bat. I love it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of your just infamous rock and roll career, um, let's. You have a new album out. Yeah. Bad as I want to be. Yes. Um, so I know we've touched on it briefly, mm-hmm. but yeah. So this is just talk about the meaning and the yeah, yeah thought behind this one. Well, with this particular record, uh, Bad as I Want to Be, this is man, it couldn't have came at a better time. Meaning the movie, just everything, um, the synergy of it. I wrote this record, and I again, I tear up. I wrote this record as a reminder to myself that I am enough, that I am somebody, I matter, and I count. Somebody made me feel. Like I didn't matter. Mm. And then I just kept writing and writing and writing. And like the songs better than you. If you really listen to the words of what I'm saying, I actually wrote this record because this person I felt wasn't being fair with what they were saying or doing. And I think that it had a lot to do with my race. And I Mm. was thinking to myself, like, oh, my God, you're missing the whole boat here. And, And I thought, well, you know. If, if I could get this record out and it would do certain things, maybe it would ha- help this person to add color to their yeah. life. Never in a million years did I ever think this record would actually be my very first number one mm-hmm. album on uh, Billboard on the Blues chart, which was I, for two weeks. I could not believe it. But once again, um, yeah, I just wanted to as a reminder for me, I always felt like for, for us as as women, for anybody 
whenever, whatever it is that you have that makes you feel strong, wear it, mm-hmm. do it, be it. And so whenever I hear certain songs from this record, 100%, that's what I'm, I'm trying to remind myself so that when someone tries to knock me off my plan, I can look back and go, no, mm-hmm. no, I am somebody. And the outfit for the cover that's what I was actually I going for. picture of that cover. The, okay. the cover is I wanted to have it as a warrior, meaning I am coming out to claim my space. Mm-hmm. And I've claimed my yep. space. And this is it. And that, that's, that's what I was going for. Mm-hmm. I love it because it's a balance of feminine and hard. Like Amen. It's everything what Tom Girl's all about. Like, that, yeah. yeah. Like, it's just so strong and powerful that, Thank there. you. That's exactly because mm-hmm. that for me it's like as a person sometimes when you are the first what happens is I, as, as my fiance always says the first always get bloody. So you're always mm-hmm. going to you know be the first on the, on the line. But for me it's not about just being the first. It's about creating a legacy so other people can come in. Because for me when I get a chance to see so many different people doing what they want, it, it's incredible because together we are, seriously, we're so much stronger. I can't mm-hmm, even stress mm-hmm, that enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Yeah. I love I had the quote on one of, on your promotional video that's on YouTube because you said, be your own superhero. If it's your red lipstick, if it's your shoes, don't Amen. let anybody make you feel like you don't matter. Yeah. And like my mom and dad, that, yeah, my parents always said to me, Melina, when you don't see yourself represented, show up. When you think you can't show up and always know that you matter and you count. And for myself, that is something that I just always, always now really when, when something happens and you're just like, Oh my God, this is so not fair. And there's nothing I can do about it. There's nothing I can do about it simply because of how, what I am. And guess what? This is not my problem because to me, I am enough. I did everything I was supposed to do. And sometimes the, the, the world and, and the way things are, they have to catch up. Mm-hmm. And that's a very difficult thing. Mm-hmm. So you got, and so that's why I was saying, you know, fight for your sanity. That can mm-hmm. drive you so crazy because you start to think, is this me? Am I doing something wrong? Am I not good enough? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said, yeah. man, whatever. If it's your red lipstick, if it's your shoes, whatever it is that make you feel like, mm-hmm. do that and be mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Were there some other? Uh, what are some of the other favorite songs on that? I'm sure it's hard to pick your babies, but favorite songs I, on the new al- album. You know what I love? I, I really like the song better than you, as crazy as it sounds, because. Thank you. What I was going for is I wanted to go for like um, a queen meets Joan Jett, but make it contemporary. So like the queen's um, uh, We Will Rock You and how fitting now that they have the the, the movie yeah, coming yeah. out. Right. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, we are right on time. So. <laughs> right. But in the words, there's a little breakdown and this breakdown. It's called Wait in the Water. And the reason I chose that was because I was telling everybody that there is a change that is coming. And back in the slavery times. A lot of the slaves would get in the water to throw off the scent of the dogs. Mm-hmm. So when you listen to my, my lyrics, in a lot of my songs, I always have hidden messages. Oh, nice. And that's one of them. And so, yeah, so when mm-hmm. you hear that little breakdown, that, that's what that's going to. Okay. Mm-hmm. How would you describe your sound to people? You know what? I Again, I like um, to mix in funk, rock, and soul. So what's amazing is you do the work, and it's incredible how... People come up with their own identity, but what's what's <laughs> what, you know? But what's what's amazing is when whenever I'm I'm always asked this um, Rolling Stone different magazines, I always ask one question, and that question is, "Did you like it?" Yeah. Because to me, that's all that matters. Yeah. Did you like it? Because some things just resonate, other other things don't, and that's it. And I always say this is as funny as it is is like the Star Is Born. 
the same 12 notes, they are the same ones that the country's, country artists are playing, the rock artists, the blues artists, the jazz artists. Everything just, you know, depends upon the emotion and what effects you wish to put mm-hmm. with it. But I can almost guarantee you we all are playing the same notes. So for me, I'm, I'm always like, did you like it? But um, I would definitely have to say uh, it's pop rock. Um, which brings me to say, for the Academy uh, yes. voting members, <laughs> for our Academy voting members, please uh, consider my uh, very first um, number one album, Bad As I Want to Be, for the pop vocal. And it's a, I'm, I'm so excited because, again, people always talk more about my um, guitar playing. And yeah. so now it's like this is awesome because that category is clearly my favorite artist in the world. Maroon 5, Pink, Christina Aguilera, Taylor Swift, so Ed Sheeran. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's, it's a stiff category. But, um, yeah, I'm so happy to, to be uh, amongst all of the people that I absolutely love and adore. And um, I'm so excited that people are also now getting a full palette of Melina Moy, mm-hmm. singing, songwriting, playing. Yeah. And, yeah. So please consider the record. And um, yeah, I, I'm just so excited to be here and yeah, see where everything takes us. What did you do <laughs> when you found out about that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Honestly, I was super excited. I was quite shocked. I'm going to be honest. I was so shocked because, like I said, the record ended up charting on one chart, which is you, you, you do a record. And because when you start mixing in like funk and soul and rock, that's like Prince, right? I'm from, I'm from Minneapolis. So you're going to have this kind of thing. That's just like my DNA. So I was quite shocked, first off, when it landed on, on the, the blues chart. I was like, what? But then you start to go, wait a minute. It's like ZZ Ward, Fantastic Negrito. It's where everyone now is starting to bring in real music, but they're starting to add these different layers to it. But it's still commercial. So I was like, cool, I'm excited to be here. And then when the Grammys, you know, your, your team does one thing and then all of a sudden the Grammys come back and they go, yeah, you know what, this is a, actually, we think this is the, the you should be up for best pop vocal. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, hey, please, I'm just excited that we just expanded it to a whole other level. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I'm excited to be amongst some of the best artists in the world. What I think, I love that yeah. your music <laughs> goes across all the yeah, genres like you. that. And I, do you think it's just, it's something that us, you know, humans always want to put people in a certain kind of box or category for a reason and how, yeah. I think the reason that people do that is because, once again, they have to understand what they're talking about. But I think that because we've all been put in so many boxes into unders, like, you know, you, I, I look at it like this. People are conditioned to do certain things. Everything has to be done a certain way for it to make sense. It is so very difficult to come out of something that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So when you aren't one specific, that's like, oh, my God, what, what do we do with this girl? She's not all rock. She's not all funk. She's not all like um pop what is it this is crazy you have to pick a lane and then it's kind of like if someone's like what do you actually mix with are you black are you black and asian by the way i just found out i'm actually related to the royals i did the whole legacy thing side note (laughs) 23 and me right no the ancestry thing mm -hmm. but what's crazy as i'm doing a side note moy m-o-y-e it was crazy because they were like um what is it it's it's like uh Saint uh, Prince uh, Albert, I guess, and Louis the Eighth or whatever, and I'm like, oh my God, these are like they were like great grand people of uh, 
the gentleman that it was also a burak. I know. I was like, what? so I, yeah, I, I, I was like so excited. Yeah. Right. I said, well, now it's different. See, I've yeah. got royalty in me. I always knew I did. <laughs> yeah. I always knew I did. Well, and no. you played for the That's queen, did right. you not? Yeah. yeah, so now this all makes sense. <laughs> right. And I was like, now it makes the com- complete sense. So I called my dad. I was like, oh, my God, Moy. Because, you know, really people always say to me, you know, French, you speak so many languages. How did you pick this up? And I always go, I think just traveling. And huh. But the kicker is. No, I, it's yeah, we're it's royal. You, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> we're well, royal. That's why. <laughs> um, are you you're on your own label? Is that correct? Yeah, so- I actually own my own label mm-hmm. through Sony. Um, so it's it's incredible. Um, yeah, because now it's like a whole different level where you really can. Well, I would say this. You want to understand business. You want to you can now create your own lanes. I think this is so important and and your success can truly depend can depend on you. Now, I will say this. Everything obviously takes money. So you still want to have to pull, you know, pull your capital together and, you know, find the team who really believes in you. But the good news is, man, it is changed. It has changed from like three years ago. Like now, so many people that are actually a part of our academy are independent artists. And independent artists can, when we come together, you can create so much, so many things, to, so many changes. And that's what's happening. So for me, I'm like, hey, you know what? It, man, with what's happening in our world right now, this is the perfect mm-hmm. opportunity. You never know. We could possibly get through and get that pop vocal with all the rest of, you know, um, the biggest artists in the world. How long has that been for you? Did you go through oh, a time no. we were under the label and they were trying to? Put you in oh my god, I think that just forever because yeah. the thing is when you you have to look at it like this, when you are different, people don't know what to do with you. It's pretty much mm-hmm. what you just said. It people would always say, Melina, you know, you're such a pretty girl. Why don't you just sing and dance? This makes it so much easier. You see what Beyonce's doing, by the way, she's incredible. Mm-hmm. But I say, Yeah, I, I get it, but I'm not Beyonce. And I say, you know, I tell them that like my dad told me, I said, my dad would always say to me, Melina, do you want the good news or the bad news? And I would go, okay, let's take the bad news. And he would say, Melina, I don't care how much you sing or play guitar, you're never going to be Michael Jackson or Beyonce. And I was like, man. And he goes, well, do you want the good news? And I'm like, how can there be good news? (laughs) And he goes, well, the good news is they're never going to be you. Mm -hmm. So go be you. That's where you're going to win. And I took that. And that's it. So for all the labels, I was like, no, this is what I do. This is my sound. This is who I am. So then, of course, it took years to just want to cultivate, redefine, get kicked. I can't tell you how many times. You know, I came to California with $20. I was homeless. I used to live in the street. I would wash up in gas stations, and I would literally park on the street and sleep in between the front and the back seat of my car. And then I would never tell anybody. And my mom didn't know. And, I mean, cut to years later, a guy heard my story. He invested in my label. Mm -hmm. And the next thing you know, one foot in front of the other. And then I had my first uh, Billboard charting song and then a second and then on and on and on. And then now this is my very first one with the record, my album. So then it makes you feel like, man, this is incredible. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you have all you have, you know, uh, everybody like your entire team from all the other countries now, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. In Europe. So, yeah. yeah, And then I'm heading out on my European tour um, November 7th. So, yeah, I mean, so then it's like it's, it's just from a little girl that just had a dream. And then suddenly you look up and you realize, man, this was something I always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Always mm-hmm. in my whole life, and then to finally be in the moment is unbelievable, and it's crazy because it's nothing like I imagined. Mm-hmm. It's better. 
It is. Yeah. I was like, man, and some stuff I'm just like, oh my God, are you kidding me? This yeah. is all. And some stuff I'm like, oh my God, I'm never going <laughs> to get out of bed. Oh God. But then at the end, you just have to go, like I said, I keep reminding myself. And if I had my album or my vinyl, I'd hold mm. it up and i say, no matter what, for me, celebrate yourself. Don't wait for somebody to put you on a pedestal. Put yourself mm-hmm. on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. Look and know that you have everything. You are incredible. You don't need anybody to tell you that. Just know that. Because let me tell you, today they like you, tomorrow somebody else. Mm -hmm. Celebrate yourself. Once you are happy with who you are and you know who you are, no one can take you from that spot. The hardest thing is to hold on to that. It's like faith. Mm -hmm. You don't Mm -hmm. see it. You got to just know it. That's it, yeah. yeah. So strong, so powerful. I mean, it's no wonder you've been, like, such a leader for women empowerment. Thank you. And, uh, uh, so talk about you, because you did some um, campaigns for um, Fender. That's right. And Victoria's Secret. That's you right. You got to, like, go, the- yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I think, again, it's, it's um, I want to say, you're as, 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 as an artist, you just go out and you do your work. You never start to think of it as... Uh, trying to make all these changes until you actually start to do it. One of the things for me is as um, as a guitarist, when you are a guitarist and if you are Melina Moy and you actually play rock, the thing is you start to realize there are not a lot of African-American women who play rock guitar. Mm-hmm. So when you Upside down and left-handed. Now that well. makes it even <laughs> smaller. <laughs> so then when you start going in and you look in at different magazines, you start to realize, hey, where, where are the women? Where are we represented? Even when you go out, you perform. Where, where are we at? So then you start to just realize, you know what? You're going to have to be the first person to do it. For instance, when we did that national anthem, I had no idea. I was just mm-hmm. excited to go and perform. I was like, oh, this would be awesome. And then when you finish, you're just like, wow. So this, it became a historical, I had no idea. And then like with the campaigns again with Fender, they are an incredible guitar company. They're my favorite. Well, I I love them. I will always love Fender. My thing with it is that they are always, they just actually did a release now saying that women, actually diverse women are picking up the uh, guitar. We are now in the lead for maintaining uh, the guitar, which is incredible, because last year, I think it was New York Times that did a piece, and Eric Clapton said that the guitar is dying. Mm-hmm. And then I'm always saying, I'm not sure where you guys are looking, but I can promise you, if you go to social media and you log on and you see what's going on, women are literally taking the lead. And I'm so happy to see mm-hmm. that that article has now surfaced, and that's what's happening. But um, just incredible artists, also like Nita Strauss and um, Orianti. I think that it's. Um, important to just go out and to to be yourself and again you know guys see you you come out you you put you know you got your red lips on and you plan their lead they're just like what the so it's a whole different dynamic and sometimes like i said being the first one you are going to get the whole you know and then the goal is to continue to get that but then to also when the next ones come in there there is kind of like wow okay so mm-hmm. cool we got more women this is great And I like to always say to the women, for me, we should be like the Justice League, meaning everybody has their purpose. Everybody is is, is great at what they do. We don't need to 
try to outdo each other. The thing is, when it's the Justice League, you need each other. It makes it so much stronger because you're like, hey, you're powerful at this. You're powerful at that. You're great at that. You're great at that. That's what you do. Your lane is awesome. But together, we can completely Mm -hmm. change the whole dynamic. And guess what? If we do that, that's going to help so many more people, including us, trying to move it to the next level. So it's kind of just trying to put that in people's minds for me. And then to know, again, I was always raised, Melina, what's yours is yours. And, you know, yeah, so I, I always have trouble when I'm when people to me, yeah, you, you have everything that you need. I always go right back to that. And no matter what happens in this business, for me, it's about my ethics, my morals and integrity. I will mm-hmm. never change that for anybody. I don't care. Um, yeah, because I have to look at myself in the morning and it doesn't mean that much to me if I have to give up that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I, I always like to no matter what that that's like my whole thing. Um yeah, and then with like She Rocks, uh, Laura Whitmar, she also does the She Rocks Award. So um, she's always um, on the forefront for uh, acknowledging women and people who are making uh, changes. So that was an honor to, you know, to also to, to be uh, in her midst and to also receive one of the awards. And then I'm also um, the National Women Making History. So to be a part mm-hmm. and, and to every year to go out and support. And it was amazing because they were also stating how for women, we'd never had a museum. So now the goal mm-hmm. was to raise money to have a museum, and that is going to take place in 2020. Great. And, yeah, and there I, there was just so many things that I never knew. Like there was a woman who actually wanted to fight in the war. She dressed up as a guy. She got shot. She took her own bullets out, and then she kept fighting. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> wow. I was like, man. Yeah. 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 So many stories out there. Just yeah. like when you start yeah, yeah. researching so that, so, so, yeah. So for me, I'm like, man, if I could do my part and help to make some changes, that's what it's mm-hmm. about. Because I, hell, I want to win. Yeah. We all want to yeah. win. Right? <laughs> yeah. I want to win. We have a we have a little clip of, of oh. the playing the national anthem. Oh. So this was the Vikings-Cowboys game. Just... So were you were you twelve when you started? When did you start playing uh, guitar? Nine. Like, okay. Because the truth is, my dad actually <laughs> my dad actually gave me my uh, first guitar, and I remember I was like, man, I don't like this, and uh, he gave it to me like a right-handed player. So when he left the room, I just took the guitar, flipped it over, and started playing this way. He came back in and he goes, Melina, what are you doing? That's so backwards. No one plays like that. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Well, Jimi Hendrix, but and I'm like, Who's Jimi Hendrix? Okay. And then like he goes, You know, but if this works for you. And then I just kept going. And then I, I, it's so funny. My dad, as I got older, he goes, Melina, I have to apologize. And I said, why, Dad? He said, because, you know, I don't know why I just didn't buy you a left-handed guitar. <laughs> so basically, so my thing is I take the, the guitar, flip it upside down so I can literally, you know, take any right-handed guitar and I completely play backwards. And that's just, like, been my calling card. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just ran with it. And how many, you had that Jimi Hendrix reference earlier, and then later in your life you were on the Jimi Hendrix tour. How funny tour. is that? Oh, like, see, right? once again, the Experience Hendrix tour. Th- amazing, because... Uh, 
when as a player, you have so many people that you absolutely love, and never in a million years do you actually think you're going to be on stage with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh my God, Kenny Wayne Shepherd, Buddy Guy, you know Zach Wild. I mean, the best guitar players in the world. And I remember going, oh my God. And then again, if you're like the only girl, when we had did the, I'm going to say twenty, the, my first year, I was definitely one of the first females that they bought in for that tour. So that was a big deal, and I was mm-hmm. so excited because uh, the guys were great, and you never know how it's going to be when you're like the only yeah. girl. And I remember we were in the dressing room, and it was just so cool. I'm putting makeup on, and some of the guys are just walking in, looking, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, this, I'm like, only, only here would this happen. I yeah. love this. Yeah, you know? these guys are like the most incredible people. Um, yeah. So, but I was going to say when you, you had mentioned to me earlier when we were talking about nerves, I'll be honest. When we when I first did that, that oh my god. That national anthem, I was terrified. It was 80,000 people. Every time I see that, and every time I see somebody singing it, I always go, because the thing is, everybody knows if you miss the word or if you mess up the melody. I mean, there's no recovery on that. I mean, it's done. So yeah. I just remember I was so nervous. But once that first note hit, I the kicker was I thought people were booing me. And the thing is, they were having all these fireworks going. I didn't even hear it. When I saw the video, I was like, oh, my God. They had fireworks. And then I realized, and it's 80,000 people, so they're all going, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and they were like, they're yelling, yeah. And I said, oh, my God. I said, that was uh, unbelievable. Yeah, so, it probably yeah. is one of the most nerve-wracking songs for music Because, you know, people just wait. That's always the favorite <laughs> thing to, like, tweet out when people you know mess that. up the national Not to mention a like, couple yeah, people like, we know that love the song. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is the one that's hundred percent. That will be your Yahoo headline <laughs> because everyone's going to be like, oh, my. I, 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 every time I go, I hold my breath yeah. for them because I'm like, please, I just hope yeah. you don't mess it. Yeah, get through it. Get through it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm not even going to. Never mind. I was going to bring them. No. Did you see the Fergie one? Yeah. <laughs> I love Fergie. Me too. Girl, Fergie. You're oh, all, yeah. She's amazing. <laughs> Fantastic. No, she is. She's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. Happens to ever, you know? But she's, yeah. <laughs> no, see, I'm not. Yeah. She's an incredible, incredible artist. <laughs> she is. All right, let's do, each week here, we do a Tom Girl of the Week. Oh. Let's get to our Tom Girl of the Week real quick. This is actually the girl on the bubble gum, because Big League Chew, I grew up chewing all the time during softball, and there's always a guy on the package. And um, Big League Chew, actually developed by two Portland Mavericks in the bullpen, came up with this bubble gum. In 40 years, there has never been a woman on the label for the gum. And this wow. year, there was the first woman. She will be on packages starting in February. So I don't know a name for her. I don't think they gave her one, but she is our Tom that Girl of is the Week. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And kudos yeah. to the people who decided to make this happen. Right? That is wonderful. Yeah. That That's how to... you do it. Yep. Good job. You can change. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Go. Yeah. So awesome. tell everybody, I know you talked about your tour real quick. Tell people like what where they can um what's coming for you. Well, uh November seventh, I take off, I start my European tour. So you can definitely go to melinamoy.com uh and find the dates if you're um, right now in Europe, check uh, looking at this. And, yeah, I'll see you guys really soon. I'm super excited. And then, like I said, any of our Academy voting members, definitely mm-hmm. uh, please consider uh, Bad As I Want to Be in the pop vocal um, category. And, uh, of course, go see The Samuel Project, which is in select theaters nationwide. You can find out where it's playing near you by going to the thesamuelprojectmovie.com. And you can always find me, tweet me via social media. I love meeting and saying hello to new people. And that is Melina Moy, so M-A-L-I-N-A-M-O-Y-E, for Twitter, Instagram. But for some reason on Facebook, 
You can find me at Melina Moy Music. And I look forward to seeing everyone. And I would like to say this, like my mom and dad always said to me, when you don't see yourself represented, show up. When you think that you can't, show up. And always know you matter and you count. Never forget that. So wonderful having you. You're just incredible, and I'm such a fan. I really appreciate you taking Thank the time you, to join us today you. and share all your you. insights and so experiences fun. with us. So everybody, follow her everywhere, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everything. She's wonderful. And Thank we didn't you. even talk much about your fashion, which is what I also <laughs> love. We had a few pictures, because you also got Glamour oh, um, yeah, I love Best Dress. You made you. that list, but you just have such a style and flair that I love. So check out her Instagram feeds, because you can see all her cool... I love it. Thank you. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks again for joining us at Tom Girl. I'm JJ. You can follow us at Tom Girl TV, and we'll see you here again next week. Have a good one. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> 